0: Hi, you are welcome to another episode of Conversations with Nenny. I hope we're fine. I hope we're good. I hope we're still holding on. Well, today we will be navigating through the topic of suicidal thoughts. I chose this topic because it personally resonates within me, and I feel like it's really important that we have a conversation about it. Like this podcast is about learning to have a difficult conversations, despite how hard it might seem but it's best that we just lay it out there because suicidal thoughts are real and suicide is as real as it can get. This podcast goes out to you dealing with suicidal thoughts, being with someone that's currently dealing with it, knowing someone that has overcome it, knowing someone that's trying to overcome it, knowing someone that has even attempted suicide. This goes out to all of us i just want you to know that you are not alone with regards to how you feel though it's hard to admit a lot of us have had suicidal thoughts at some point in our lives and every reason as to why we have those thoughts is valid so there's no situation too small or too big To not have suicidal thoughts over because everyone interprets pain differently. Don't hate yourself for having those thoughts. Feeling suicidal is not a character flaw, it doesn't mean you're crazy, it only means you have more pain than you can cope with. And the good news is you can overcome it, you can overcome pain despite how intense it seems. It will pass. With all the time and support, if you give people the chance to actually help, you can get better. That's what I'm here to tell you. There are so many situations that make us believe that suicide is the only option. It gets to that point. Let's be real. It gets up to here when it comes to pain for us, for some of us. And, best way to just deal with it is just ending every day but it doesn't actually end every day pain makes you believe that dying is the only way i've been there i'm still struggling with it but there's always a way there's always an answer to our problems it can be found anywhere it can be found from the most unexpected people even in the most unexpected places. Sounds very cliche, but it's the truth. It's just about giving yourself or your heart a chance to see solutions in everything and to see that life is worth living. I want you to know that sad thoughts don't always last. Solutions can be found, like I said earlier, feelings change. Unexpected Positive things happen. Open your mind to the possibilities of growth, despite how long it takes. And it may be really hard to conceive, but things will get better. And give yourself the chance to be loved and to love. Because suicide or having suicidal thoughts blocks your mind to the possibility of being loved by people. then you're loved. You're loved by people that you haven't even met. Give yourself the chance to even get to that point of meeting those people because you deserve to be loved. In this podcast you listen to someone's story. You listen to his experiences regarding suicidal thoughts. You get his backstory and I really just want us to listen. If you're dealing with anyone that's in suicidal thoughts currently I just want us or want you to take the chance to listen to them that's like the most important thing that I can do for anyone in suicidal thoughts you listen to them listen to all their plans for the suicide as bizarre as it sounds it's important it's important that you just stay and just lay it open because the honest truth is that the more we run away from the reality of Suicide and the fact that it actually exists, the more people end up dying in silence. Open your heart to listening to people dealing with it. You may not know the solution to their problems, but you provided a listening ear and that's like one step to getting better, just laying out everything. Suicide can result from a number of factors, it can result from a mental health condition, it can result from an emotional condition. It always occurs as a result of pain, like I said earlier. But you can always get better. Always. No matter how long it takes, no matter how hard it seems, you will. So let's sit back and listen to his story.
1: Um, where do I start from? Okay, well, let's hear some even. I, I was born into a situation where I basically didn't um, stay with and with my family, so it was more or less like broken home. My mom was in Nigeria, my dad was in Ghana, and I was moved around a lot. So I came to Ghana to live with my dad and um, there was another woman who was my stepmom. And that woman put me through hell. The maltreatment, going days without food. I was beaten a lot. And now with just um like normally how you spank a child but with with um items in the home, being hit on the head with a pistol, it was it was it was crazy i had to sell um, go from house to house to sweep clean weed around just to make ends meet there were days i even had to sleep outside just because i went out to probably watch football or i didn't come home early you understand and this went on for time and time again and each time i told my dad it was like he just did nothing about it he paid no attention it just felt as if everyone had neglected me and I just felt like I kept ranting and ranting about the same old issue to everybody. So at a point, I just felt like, why do I keep telling the same story? Because it's as if no one is listening. The maltreatment was terrible. There were days that when I, I, I took my shirt off, I, I felt terrible because I could count my ribs. You could just see my rib cage visible from my skin. I was so malnourished. I barely had anything to eat, to wear, I wore the same clothes for god knows how long. My slippers were torn, there were days I just had to walk in the streets with my bare feet. And in all that, it was as if no one was paying attention. Anyone who saw me just said, look at a kid with potential and yet see where he is. I couldn't get hold of my mom, my mom didn't care, no one cared. It just felt like I was wandering alone in, in the world, I was invisible to everybody. No one could hear my pain, no one could hear what I feel. Not even feeling what I feel at least, I just needed an ear. So one evening, I just woke up and I felt like, why not end it? It was something I just played around in my head time and time again. and each time something bad happened i just tried and tried and tried not to think about it but then it was getting inevitable it it was more or less emotional and also physical abuse that got me to that point it wasn't spontaneous it didn't just happen that i woke up one day and wanted to end it i started having those thoughts um event after event when one thing happened it just came to me gradually But then what actually topped it all was one time I fell sick, I had um, malaria and I couldn't even stay on my feet and I get home and this woman is like hell no I'm not going to any hospital I should just go and lie down, I was lying down shaking even though the weather was very hot I had a bunch of clothes and blankets all around me and I still felt cold vomiting everywhere and this woman just gave me two big buckets that I should fill a drum with water. Without eating nothing. I just carried the buckets and went to fetch the water. So after a couple of steps carried my buckets, I fell. The water poured all over my body and I was already cold. It was terrible. I, I could barely get back to my feet so i had to be carried home alongside the water and that night it was a friday everyone just left the house so with the little money i had on me i actually decided that that was the evening let me just end it and be done with it once and for all i hadn't told anyone about my plan yet but it was something i just wanted to do so that the pain and then the anguish of thinking wondering what I had anyone else in this world would just stop so going through that stress I Left the house and then I bought a uh, rat poison I bought this rat poison quite quite cheap actually came home Yeah, I I was a bit naive thinking probably I'll be forgiven if I died because of what what I was going through so I just mixed the rat poison with water and it was it smelled terribly ter- very very terrible but then I, I I drank it and with when the pain started it was hell and that evening everyone else had gone out they went for an all night leaving me at home because I was ill so I um, after a while i managed to fall asleep i just drank lots of water when the pain was too much managed to fall asleep and somehow by morning i was still awake i somehow didn't die yeah i did i did make it so in the morning i actually i had this funny thought that probably the rat poison was expired and i went back to look for where i had thrown um, the paper away because I, I wanted to dispose of any trees um, as to what what I did to myself so even after mixing the rat poison I still managed to go very far and then throw the paper away so while walking towards where I threw the paper away I saw this um, new poster that had been posted the previous night um, the next door house we we lived in a slum so people posted anything anyway and the all this inscription on the poster no condition is permanent so that just stayed with me it kept ringing in my head and when I go home I thought like no I, I have been given a second chance I had no side effects no pain whatsoever I just survived something that probably some kids will not survive and I was I was just 11 I'm 12 years old back then when this happened. So um, I, I didn't talk to anyone about it for about six months to a year. And finally, I opened up to a friend. So from, from there, I got in touch with an elderly person who was um, at the school where I was, I attended. And she talked to me, calmed me down, supported me. And there were days that she just sat down to listen to all my problems, not that she could do anything to help, but then she just sat and then listened to my problems. And sometimes she made jokes about me going through it, my plan and all that, just to make it seem like, yes, it happened, but then you're you're still here. So it's something you can look back and say that, no, you wouldn't do it again and she made me understand that even in anything I'm going through there is still hope I shouldn't be in haste to end it all because if I do end it all then I'm telling everyone and I'm telling life that well it's not worth living and probably the enemy won so yeah that's kept me going and yeah I do believe that no condition is permanent there were times that it it did occur to me that probably i should do it again but with consistent speaking to this lady speaking to her time and time again i think it really helped it really helped she made me open up and i i began to to see a new perspective to life yeah invest in my education spend my time where i belong try as much as possible not to put myself in situations where i don't belong so basically what I I, I I did was I actually focused all my energy into bettering myself. Because as time went on, I had to leave home and then begin to fend for myself. So that I don't have this pressure of trying to please anyone. And with time I think it's been it's, it's been better. I've not had that thought in a very, very long time. Hopefully I'm close to about 10 years now i've not had those thoughts so i would say yeah we are back on track and knowing that no condition is permanent yeah i still have a reason to live because i know it's a gradual process but i'll still get to the top and for people out there who are going through similar situations or even worse well i'll still leave you with the same message no condition is permanent try as much as possible to get someone you can trust and talk speak about it speak about your issues even though you might feel that there is no one out there to listen i can assure you that yeah there is at least one person that would listen because if you don't share the problem nobody knows what is hitting you up and opening up is actually very very healthy yeah some people will criticize you some will judge you for what you th- what they think you, you should have done or what what they think you've done wrong but then you know what you're going through so it's 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 actually good for us to share a story and sharing your story i know you will find the help that you need so keep hope alive and don't end it now
0: I hope his story inspires you to live because you deserve a chance to become all that you've dreamt of. Loving yourself, loving people, and allowing yourself to be loved. And I want to remind you that you are worthy of love with all your fears, with your anxiety, with depression, with OCD, with any mental health condition. That you struggle with, you are worthy. Give yourself a chance to actually be loved. So I send all my love. I send light to every one of us. Stay strong and stay safe, please. And uh yeah, next episode, only God knows when the next episode is going to be. <laughs> But I hope this podcast really touches you and causes you to actually have honest conversations with people, people that are close to you and just be open about your struggles. That's just the most important thing. This podcast is about us having a di- very difficult conversations. Okay, let me just say difficult because i am not really gotten to the point of very difficult. <laughs> and I know it might not really settle well with us, you're talking about suicide, but it's important because it's real. It's, it's a reality of life. It happens. And I hope that we learn as well to not be so judgmental when we hear of people dying by suicide. Because like I said in the first part of this podcast... No one can determine how someone should feel. You can't determine anyone's extent of pain until you are literally them. And because people feel pain differently, they can be pushed to do things that they never actually wanted to. Sometimes people, let me not speak for people, but dealing with suicidal thoughts. I've wanted to end everything not necessarily because I wanted to but it's because I wanted to kill the pain that I was feeling so it gets really overwhelming you know and some people just feel like that's the best way to deal with everything it doesn't mean it's the best solution it's it's never the best solution but then we have no rights whatsoever to judge someone trying to deal with situations that way. What we can do is to be there for them, to listen to them, and to provide all the help that they need. That's what we are meant to do as humans, as family, as friends, and as people that give love to people. We deserve to make sure every one of us feel loved and loved back. So thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope that you continue on this journey of podcasting with me. Sending you all my love. Bye.